Do, do you want to do the intro, but like we go one word back and forward? Oh, 100%. Okay. Welcome to the Cinema One podcast. My name is Mark yeah. Connell. I just ruined it. I just ruined it. Damn it. <laughs> Hello so and welcome to the Cinema One podcast after months of not doing a podcast. My name is Mark Woodridge and I am joined today with a, a man. What's his name? What is this man's name? Give us the man's name, Christian. Go. Kyle, Connell, welcome. Thank you, Mark. Uh, hello, loyal Cinema One fan. So this podcast is going to be very spontaneous. We are currently waiting for an export of our film to uh, our film. What, what's the film called, Jack? Dude, the film, I, I think it's called Bunker Down Under. Yes, there's a brand new film that's going to be released very soon. And we're waiting for the export of this to be done. But while we're waiting for it, we're going to do a quick podcast because we can. Yeah, we're also very, I think it's worth noting that we're very delirious right now. Yes. It's been a it's, long it's, couple of months. It's <laughs> a, a long couple of months. We're uh, so close to finishing it, even though it seems so far away with uh, a few technical problems we have right now. Um, uh, and yeah, and it's 1130 at night and we're all a bit tired, but we're here. <laughs> what more do you want? What more? Um, yeah, so what should we talk about? I don't want to talk about Bunker because that's yeah, no, something that's for later. Different. Yeah, yeah. For when we actually finish it. We need to take um, our minds off it almost. Um, okay, we can either talk about Pokemon, um, Pokemon or Pokemon. What do yeah, you want to talk I about? I think we should start with Pokemon. Okay, Gen 4 cool. remakes. I was going to sure. say. I don't so know. Our Gen 4 remakes are finally were announced. What do you think of the chibi styles? Well, look, look. I think in general, I am. we haven't spoken about this yet. So this is great. No, I mean, we have a we few haven't. messages where... I was. I had a few heated messages to Mark where he, I uh, definitely expressed oh, yeah, my fine. concerns. Because it just goes to sleep. That's all. You can. Yeah, yeah, that's that's all. For those of you who can't see right now, okay. we have a man squatting by the computer oh, waiting for the export. All, all right, it's all good. It's all good. Okay, cool, cool. So I, I definitely had a few passionate words to Mark about how I felt about the uh, Gen Four remakes. Mm. To which Mark replied. At least we get the Gen 4 remake. So that's fair, that's fair, that's fair. I know, yeah. But yeah, we can I, finally... That's what I said to myself. Yeah. Like, at least we got it. <laughs> yeah, that's what I can. Yourself. Look, the first conversation we have has to be obviously on air. Yep. Um, look, I don't think I'll ever forget what, staying up late that night yeah. or early morning, watching it come on, and then it cuts to the next trailer, and it's like Gen 4. Lost my mind. Yeah. The first frame <laughs> the in chippies. the bedroom. I just went, <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, same. Did you and see my reaction on YouTube? No, I haven't. Oh, you haven't seen? Can we watch it? Okay, after this, we'll watch it. Right. Come back. <laughs> okay, because I um, I, I, re- I when I came, I was like, yes, finally, like fucking finally, and then it happened. I was like, okay, uh, okay, <laughs> okay. And then the thing is, I it kind of clicked when it started to like roam around, yeah, different cities. Because when it at that moment, I was like, okay, they're gonna keep the nostalgia there. I'm happy. That's where I'm. That's where it hit me. I was like, okay, I'm excited. <laughs> yeah. At look, first, I was like, how am I going to do this? How, how am I going? How am I going to react? And then I was like, okay, I'm going to react happy. Yeah. <laughs> look, I'm totally fine with the style that mm. they decided to go in. Like, that's cool. One, what's really irking me is that it's rumored that it's a one-to-one remake, which basically okay. means it's the exact same game. Okay. But remastered graphically, visually mm. for the Switch. Okay. There's been a few. Um, people who spotted certain characters in certain towns that don't appear in Diamond or, or Pearl. They only appear in Platinum and yep. they're the ones who give you the event items for Shaman and yep. stuff like that. Um, so there's a little bit of hope that maybe it's not direct one-to-one remake. Mm, I can back that up as well, but yeah. I am not holding out hope that it's a 
it's like an Omega Ruby Alpha Sapphire. I think the peak of Pokemon may have passed. It will come back for sure. Like yeah. uh, Legends Arceus looks yeah, of sick. Course. That's different, yeah. But I mean, this, they, they sh- this, it's not even Nintendo making this game. It's Leica or, or yeah, whatever with, that with Masuda is. just like overseeing, overseeing yeah. everything, <sighs> which is interesting. Um, I can possibly back up yeah. the not one not one to one remake. Um, there's been early a kind of data miners and people overseen stuff and they've found out that they are re-releasing um, figurines of Mega Evolutions. Oh, yes. So like Mega Lucario and um, a few other Megas have been like re-released like, yeah. like when it comes out. Like they've already started to bulk make. Okay. Like people actually found out that they're bulk making toys yeah. of Mega Evolutions for a September release. Oh, and awesome. I, okay, I was like, okay, cool. That's pretty much confirmed Mega Evolutions. Oh. Please. But now the question is, are they going to make new evolutions for this? Which I would like yeah. to because they did it for Mega Ruby Alpha Sapphire. And then, of course, I mean, a Mega, Mega Staraptor or a Mega Luxray would be awesome. Yeah. But at In the same time, if, if Game Freak aren't working on this, would they put, would they even know how to make new sprites and everything for games for yeah. a game like this? It feels like they could be focused. I know, I know that they, they can work on multiple games at once, but I don't know. I mean, we had the DLCs for Sword and Shield, mm. and now we've got Legends Arceus, which looks like a whole new game engine. Yeah, <laughs> you see, you see the, the shot where it like the camera like like flies past the character to the open world, yeah, and then it compares it to Breath of the Wild, which yeah. is the exact same exact shot. Same yeah. I didn't even see that. I was like, oh yeah, oh man, we will definitely get into Legends Arceus. We're, de- we're definitely mm. going to that. But how do you feel that there's been it's been over a month now, and there's been no follow up marketing for the game? Uh, I'm fine with that at the moment. Yeah. What do you think now? the next bit will be? Um, I think the next bit might... I think it will show you... So like in the very first trailer, the yeah. teaser, like the very thing we got first announced, they literally only showed us um, the Jubilife City, yeah. um, Ouroberg City, yeah. Florima Town, and I think Eterna City. That's it. They're the, four, they're the four first places you go to in the first hour of the game. Everything else has not been seen yet. Yeah. So I'm like, no I reckon, Cyrus. you know, Cyrus, nothing. So I reckon next one they might maybe see Team Galactic, a bit more of it, and see a lot more sprites of Pokemon, and maybe go up to like Heart uh, Home City or something. That's what yeah. we'll see. What do you think about? Do you reckon they'll do new Dialga Palkia forms or? Mm, that's a good question, actually. Like, like, like Primal Dialga or something. Yeah. Like ancestral. Um. Uh, that's a good question. I think so. You'd hope so, right? I would hope so. Right. I mean, if they're just not, they're fine. I'm fine with just Diagor Palkia. They're fucking sick anyway. Yeah. Um, but I, at least I want, I want at least like a, a post game with Giratina or something like that. Yeah. Oh, distortion that's mode. The, how cool. Yeah. That's a good question. What, what do you think the next marketing material should be? I, I, I only asked this because I watched a video where they broke down the previous okay. uh, games. Like they, they broke down the previous uh, remakes. And their their marketing schedule. What like do you mean? Omega like, Alpha. Um, so Omega Ruby Alpha Sapphire was a very very short trailer, okay. and then they announced for a TV show in Japan that there was going to be a few frames of the game, and people stayed up for the show, got through an hour of the show. The last minute, they played three seconds <laughs> of the game, which was when you see Kyogre and um, Groudon for like the first time, and then they had like Korokoro leaks. And that would, that's when it showed like primal forms and mega, mega right. evolution. And okay. that was all within a month. Okay. They, they had all of this and there was follow up quickly. Mm. And there was like a really brief teaser trailer in between that. And they were just comparing it to um, Gen 4, how we had this teaser trailer, 
that really showed not a lot. I yeah. guess like character designs and the basic look and feel for the first hour of the game. Yep. But no, no follow up, no confirmation of Megas, no mm. story. As almost like the hype train has left the station and it's like come off the track after the next station, if you know what I mean. Yeah. Like the hype was there and it's kind of died down now. Yeah. And, and, and that almost feels deliberate. Like they've mm. either got something planned or they're hiding everything. Yeah, you know I mean? I'm, I'm praying. Yeah, they're smart. One. Yeah, they're they either are, like they're definitely planning smart. something which is smarter at hiding it, yeah. or it has quite literally died down because people have found out it's chibi style and we're not super interested anymore. Yeah. <laughs> we got we got 87. We got 13 percent. I, I do I do think maybe the first games look a little better than uh, this one. Oh, you think the the 2D style looks better than this one? I mean, this one's definitely definitely grew on me. It definitely grew. Oh, definitely grew on me too. For it, but yeah, don't be a one-to-one remake. I know. Why not? People, people, people were said if you want a one-to-one remake, why not just play Platinum? Yeah, exactly. Like it's a better game. (laughs) I know, right? Like, well, I'll keep my I'll keep my my nostalgia and play the original game. Like that's what I would do. It was one-to-one. uh yeah, there's definitely I'm definitely keen for. It. I mean, 100. percent Either way, I'm game. gonna get it. I'm gonna oh, both. No doubt. I'm gonna I'm gonna be those typical game freak fans and be like, <laughs> I w- I want a better game. I'm gonna buy it anyway. <laughs> my pre-order bonus is coming. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> Yeah, um, no, it's gonna be good though. I reckon it'll be good. I mean, it's cool that we get it back. And Legends Arceus seems like a step in the yeah exactly. Direction. And with Legend Arceus coming out, that's and it's also in Sinnoh a, pre- yeah, a, a previous Sinnoh time as well. That's getting me excited as well. Yeah. Um, I think it's definitely a good step in the right direction. They've done. They're definitely taking the book, a a, a, a book book from uh, the Legend of Zelda kind yeah, of yeah. play. There, very um, is definitely going to be exploration based. Yeah, definitely. I think it's going to be a bit. I mean, of course, I think it's going to be a bit janky, mm-hmm. very janky at the at the beginning. Um, that's like maybe after a few patches or whatever. Yeah, I think like cyber, um, cyberpunk level. Yeah, yeah. Maybe not a cyberpunk level. Maybe not. I don't think you will see like fucking Pokemon like glitching yeah, out yeah, in okay. the distance. <laughs> but I think it will just be like similar to Sword and Shield, where people expect the graphics to be ten out of ten, and we only got a yeah, seven out of okay. ten. Okay. I think for this one, we might get a graphics maybe an eight and a half out of ten, oh, more yeah. better than okay. better than um Sword and Shield with the open world. Yeah. But still not as good. Definitely not as good as Breath yeah. of the Wild. It's like, cool. Like if we could see Breath of the Wild graphic level in a Pokemon game, Legend of Arceus, yeah. that would be ten out of ten. Everything. <laughs> it's gonna be cool. I mean, people have spoken. People have like gone full. They've done full breakdowns of the. I'm sure you've seen them. I think but so. Where they, yeah. where they talk about the different mechanics, like new yeah. mechanics. Like the player has a health bar. Like you, we're gonna get oh, attacked really? by wild Pokemon. Oh, that does make and sense. And it kind of well. goes to back to like a pre-colonial time where Pokemon aren't kind of held by. Um, trainers. Yeah, they, they, they have freedom. In collaboration, which is kind of cool. Yeah, it's, it's cool. It's like pre sort of like slavery almost. Mm. But. I was going to say like Breath of the Wild, of course, has like enemies. So you got to dodge stuff and yeah. you can't get yeah. to it. Pardon me. I'm guessing the same thing would have to apply to Legend of Arceus. You couldn't go yeah. into, I don't know, city, no, not city central, like the central part of the region because you've got fucking Garchomps roaming yeah. around <laughs> and you get killed by it. Yeah. And also, can you die? <laughs> like, yeah, fuck. Can you die? Yeah, wait, what? Yeah, you're like, <laughs> Pokemon dying? I mean, Excuse me? <laughs> Zelda died. I mean, you can die in Breath of the Wild as a Link, so I'm sure. Yeah. Um, we'll, we'll be back. We'll just uh, finish the export here and uh, we'll let you know when we come back. Enjoy the small commercial break. Hi there. <coughs> Do you have trouble with math? So do I. 
that, that's it, guys. <laughs> Where do I sign up? I think we're back. Are we back, Jack? He is back. Oh, yeah. Sorry oh, about that go. commercial break. Uh, Christian gets a little creepy sometimes. Yes, I'm using that ad break. It's your ad break. <laughs> um, where were we? What were we talking about? We were talking about Gen 4. Gen 4. I think we talk- no, we were on Arceus. Yeah, Legends yeah, of Arceus. Yeah, yeah. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that's right. I was talking about like Legend of Zelda, like graphics compared to yeah. um, what we'll th- what I think we'll get. Um, no, I think it'll be a step in the right direction. Legend of Arceus, yeah, in my definitely. opinion. Definitely, definitely a step in the right one direction. one direction to go. But okay, I went into the podcast now. <laughs> hey, it's been Mark Wardridge. You've been listening to the uh, Cinema One podcast. Um, well, now we had our break. We're going to change to the uh, topic. What, what else are we going to talk about? Ah, dude, honestly, we have to be smooth because you're a seasoned veteran by now. I'm up and coming, trying to get, not actually not trying to get into the podcast game, but trying to keep up to the Mark Wardridge level. Um, let's go on to new topic. Mark, what do you think? See, I just, I just, you just, I just, you just did a 180. I threw it back at you. What the fuck was that? Dude, I don't I'm, know. I'm Jack just so like spasmed out as like a so, monkey. That was the worst transition Yeah, look, look, look. <laughs> I got to slow it down. Let's try this again. Hi, I'm Mark Wardridge and you're listening to the Cinema One Podcast. And today I'm joined with... Uh... <laughs> God, um, I'm so sorry for the loyal listeners who are still here, which is okay. going to be us. Like, we'll, we'll be... No, yeah, we'll be doing this podcast for another... 15 minutes until this export's done. Um, bunker down. 12 minutes and 47 seconds. Okay, that'll oh, be like 10 minutes. It, it always says like 12 minutes, but usually like it takes like shorter than what yeah. it actually says. Um, okay, what are we going to talk about for 10 minutes? Let's talk about... Let's go with Godzilla v. Kong. Okay, have you seen it? Oh, I have seen it. You have seen it? Okay. Yeah, I mean, I want to talk about the production side, a bit of box office and see what the, the future holds for yes. the cinemas. Um... I loved it. I thought it was so much fun. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, it's such a fun film. It looks gorgeous as well. It's a stunning film. I, mean, I keep seeing the pictures of like of Godzilla and Kong fighting on the boat yeah. like, as, as the still for like all their press releases. It, it just looks so nice. Yeah. And the colors are so good in that in that film. Yeah. And like they use a lot of... Um, I think they're very smart. Chris would know this. Um, in the film, they're very smart with... Um, uh, not the day, not the day fight with on the boats, but yeah. especially at the nighttime sequence. Like just I think just after the midpoint. That's when um, they. That's round two for them. That's right? round two for them. Yeah, okay. it's mostly in. in at, is that nighttime with yeah. only like the, the city light silhouette, silhouette, yeah. silhouetted tink. Fuck it, lighting silhouetted. Yeah, lighting them up. Silhouette, but they're lighting them. Yeah, yeah. Um, but using darkness for VFX to hide VFX is a very smart thing yeah. to do, and that's what they do yeah. at that. Chris is going to yeah. join this conversation. Oh, we got a third mic on. Oh, yes. All right, here we go. Here we go, Tim. You got those two milk crates there. <laughs> is that one of the? Uh, well, one do. Is or that? Two? Oh, that's a very low chair, though. Like you'll be sinking in that. Yeah. Are those two milk crates part of the twenty million stolen a year? I think so. Apparently. Fun fact, everyone. Did you know? That so okay, Chris is another mic. Go, Chris go, is going to sit down on the mic and then explain this fun fact. Well, Chris, you can you can get those pillows over there and use them as a comfort. Chris, you don't have to put your mouth on the mic. You've got to put it close enough that you can still talk into it, yeah, not over it. Roughly 12 inches. Hi, everyone. Christian Rudd here. Um, it's, a, it's an actual, a little-known fact. Um, is, is it all good in position? We all good? Yeah, it's good position. Good, can you good. just bend up a bit more? Yeah, okay, thanks. Just just a little more. Okay, and now I'm inserting. And nice. Okay, cool. So and we're live. <laughs> so Mark, uh, Mark and I are milk crate connoisseurs. You know, we... we often find ourselves grabbing milk crates and, you know, using them because they're useful. They're useful tools. You can put shit in them and 
know, you can use them as seats as I am now. Um, for the all the uh, audio listeners at home. Or even bed frames. You could use them as bed as frames, my brother as does. Jack's brother does. But apparently $20 million a year in milk crates is stolen. And apparently it's also Tragic. illegal to own milk crates. So if you have stolen a milk crate in your life, um, please comment below. Well, like, Can you comment on podcasts? Well, yeah, I, 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 no, you can't. But, <laughs> I don't but know, like, send a telegram. The thing is, I, I got we okay. I work at this place, which I'm not going to say, just in case you never know what can happen. Um, and we we put milks in the fridge, and we get it from we get it from a, a milk company. Yeah. And then I'm, I went to my manager. I'm like, hey, what do we do with the milk crates? And she goes, look, honestly, I don't know. We just we just like I, I don't know what to do with them. Went to um went to a mate of mine who um works there as well, and he's been there just as long as me. And I'm like, hey, what do you do with the milk crates? And he goes, look. I've just been told to crush them up in the compactor. I was like, okay, um, cool. It's just plastic. Like, it's just fine. $20 million a year. And then I'm like, and then Shame. I'm like, well, I don't want to crush them up. I want to use them for filming. So I gave, I got like four of them, gave two to Chris, gave two to myself. And apparently $20 million worth is like stolen. And I'm here missing. like, why? They go missing. I'll well, just go I mean, missing. Yeah. As if you were breaking them. Some of the very little uses you can use for milk crates is you can use them to like hold gels or hold cables. <sighs> just to hold people in it. Like, people. You, you can build airdrops out of You could like, raise a child in one of those. Like, who needs a cot <laughs> when you have like three milk crates? If someone breaks into your house and you need a weapon, just grab a milk crate. Dude, no, I, not even that. If you need armor, milk crate <laughs> <laughs> over your head. <laughs> the episode of Brooklyn Nine Nine where like uh, Hitchcock and Scully use the, uh, the, the, like, the gelatin from the chicken wings. <laughs> <laughs> like, Oh, that's gross. Like, 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 you can do so many things with milk crates. Like, they're just such useful tools. Like, exactly. I think that milk crates should be, like, publicly available for everyone. I think everyone should yeah. be. Yeah, and it's, it's weird because I, I look on Google and it says, yes, it is illegal to own milk crates. Yeah, look it up. It's and then it's, it's literally, like, the first thing on there. And then the next one is, where do you buy milk crates from? And it's, like, <laughs> it's very easy to get milk crates and very cheap. And I'm here, like, what the fuck? Dude, what if there was, like, a proper ban on milk crates? That like, full plastic. And there's an underground market for plastic crate dealing. Fuck drugs. Milk crates is yeah, where it's dude, at. $20 million <laughs> industry? That's up and coming. If I could buy stocks. Oh, my God. Can we make just, like, a parody of, like, Seven News saying, like... Uh, Investigators have broken into a house, and instead of like a meth lab, it's fucking milk crates. <laughs> milk, crates uh, <laughs> take milk crate raids. It's like a drug dealer in the milk crates full of cocaine. They just take the cocaine. Out of the <laughs> <laughs> they just walk off. This is, this milk is worth crates more. With cocaine this is worth more. And the milk crates are worth more than the cocaine inside. <laughs> anyone's a drug dealer on the show, like please let us know if you use milk crates to store your product. Oh my like, god! Or if anyone's a milk crate dealer, tell us what you use it for. Well, yeah, exactly. Oh my, <laughs> incognito. Let's use milk crates. Uh, yeah, <laughs> only use. Milk Dude, crates. They're not exactly hard to find. Like you can quite easily. Get I've got I, at, at the back of the place where I work. I've got eight of them stacked up, and that no one's taking them. And I'm I, here like I want them. I mean, you can't dollars. take them from supermarkets. No, I know is, that. Is that twenty million dollars a year in the US or in Australia or, or like combined? Worldwide? I don't know. I'm guessing America because everything's if it's, about if America. It's just America. Then guys, there's, there's, I don't, do like, the, how much do you reckon it actually costs to make a milk crate? Like Fifty cents. Okay, yeah, so that's yeah. twenty million times fifty. That's forty million milk crates. For, uh, it could be 40 million milk crates. We don't even have... We've barely got 40 million people in this country. I, mean, I don't know. I mean, what, imagine... What if, if every crate, person had a milk crate? Yeah, they're in high demand, man. <laughs> supply demand. No, actually, that's a good point. In this There's room, less... we have about five. In my room, I've got about five as well. You, yep. might, you might be on You guys are the, the kingpins of the WA industry. <laughs> that, once that price goes up... Just go up to someone in the film industry and go, shh, shh. Who needs it? And just like pass my milk crate. Yeah, Jack's, Jack's brother genuinely didn't buy a bed frame. He just used milk crate. Yeah, he's like, 
a four hundred dollar really? mattress, yeah. or but not even four hundred dollar secondhand mattress, like two k new, and it's on nine milk crates, yeah. and he's cut and they were holes. Out milk crates, Jack. They, oh, they were. were? Out, they were. They were from Powerless. They were out <laughs> milk crates. Oh, what a criminal! <laughs> what a criminal! That's, yeah. that's a good there's holes the in them so you can <laughs> slide stuff in and get stuff out like I found some weird shit in there right, but. Okay, you know well. I can't believe the first podcast I did with you guys when I first met you was about Powerless sitting at Christian's like couch oh that. yo that was my years ago and now we're talking about milk crates yeah look how far we've come I thought you were going to say and he's still talking about Powerless <laughs> <laughs> I mean yes but like yes yeah. I saw, I, I've been meaning like you got to put it on the YouTube channel because I want to watch yeah, it yeah dude we should re- we actually should rewatch yeah, it sometime I was going to remaster a little bit re-remaster it re Master, yeah, yeah. Re- Gen 4 remake one to one. Yeah, man, we're gonna get that. <laughs> <laughs> you know, should I do a uh, end credit scene where it's just like, like our character is like on the beach and then you come out of nowhere going, Hi, <laughs> I'm Ryan. <laughs> can we, can you do incognito, but it'll literally be a one to one remake for, for oh. hours? Like it's just the exact same film, <laughs> but like <laughs> different, a- different actors. No, no, exact same Chibis. thing. Chibis. Exact, <laughs> ex- no, no, exact same thing, exact same shots, like just as janky. But the resolution's higher. Yeah, dude. And different <laughs> actors as well. <laughs> yeah, well. We're tricking Christian right now. There you go. Um, Where can I pre-order? We yeah, have no, this. milk crates, man. It's, it's an up. industry, man. That's insane. You know what it is? It is. Mark, you got to press. No, you're good. You're good. How are we looking? Well, For those of you at home who do not have vision, uh, Mark is reaching so a cr- three. we got three minutes, like oh, three and a half minutes or something. Yeah, um, are we still going to, I know we, we weren't going to talk about this, but are we going to watch the film after this? I think so. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, Just yeah, triple cool. check it. Triple yeah. check, triple check. Speaking of triple check. Milk crates. <laughs> triple check you have to. Dude, I mean, I'm trying to set you man. up, but I'm not setting you up for anything. Like, except just, milk crates. Yeah, except milk crates. Yeah. That's our new thing. Yeah. No, I mean, I'm not addicted to milk crates. Mark, be real. Is this podcast going to make make it to air? Well, it will, yeah, but it's, it's a matter of do I separate enough? one f- 10 minute version with just us talking Pokemon and then another True. one about milk crates? About milk crates. What if. You know, you should call Oscar right now and ask him about milk crates. It's, is he, he's, pr- he's pretty. It's like 12 o'clock. Just right finished now. work. Yeah, he's working at Hampton. I wonder how many milk Wait, crates did they have. Yeah, he, got, he got back at it. He got that, back at Hamptons? That's true. We should ask Oscar. We should ask how many milk crates. Wait, we can't say Ooh. where though. Bleep that out. Because we can't yeah. say <laughs> where. What if we did like a one minute bridge? We bridge the gap in between the two podcasts right now. What do you mean? So no, we, we record like an intermission. I think that's... Well, now we're just... We're, Too much work? Yeah, like I swear. Well, I was going to say it's like tenant. So we're just doing Can the ending in the beginning. Can we lock the podcast? Change a few shots. I'm cracking my knuckles. <laughs> we, we should just all talk about Jack and his his skills of like trying to unlock a picture lock. Yo, okay, but to be fair. No, no, no. This is for the this is for the this is for the uh the what is it, Monk down on the podcast. Oh yeah, that mm. that's that's that coming might be soon. a big one. Coming to a podcast. definitely coming soon. Did Steam Dreams then we do Bunker Down yeah. Under? Yeah. I should do overwritten. Oh, I, I asked Aiden to do overwritten, but yeah. he was like nah like he was way too busy. He said what? Like, he, did, he would froth that. What the hell? Jack, Jack, just get Jack to do it. Jack and then if, if Jack Yeah I'll do it man. Yeah Jack would do it. I mean and right do it now. Um Jack and I'll probably try and get the actors as well if I can. Yeah. That'd be fun. I mean, asking for the, uh, I guess, for the audience who haven't seen Mark in a long time on a podcast, what are you up to these days, Mark? You, I have been very doing? busy. I'm working at the work that I don't mention, even though I've mentioned many times, but I'm not mentioning in this, not podcast. Not this podcast. I, the, the work with many milk crates. Um, I am also working for my dad uh, in installed security cameras. And I'm also doing it, like some minor freelance editing. Yeah. That's all really cool, but what's the thing you're working on? <laughs> 
Oh, like I'm I'm working on a podcast recently. So like I'm doing this Last of Us podcast. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I'm fucking with you. <laughs> Dude, there, there is he's working How's on one film. It's going? a documentary <laughs> oh, yeah. on Milk Creek collecting. Oh, Milk yeah. Yes. You can watch on SBS so, next this week. Film this, called Incognito. So <laughs> this film called Incognito. Um I mentioned it before. Um uh, I did a like promotional podcast yeah, no, before. It, yeah. yeah, we we I actually watched that as well. I was I watched all three minutes of that. Oh, thank you. Yeah, High yeah, five. No get that get that watch time up. Oh, that listen time up. Um, yeah. So I, it's it's I know. Ask me questions about it. I can't really answer. Would, my I mean, thing. yeah. So like, what's like the the biggest challenge been so far in pre pro? Um, are you technically in pre pro? Are you yeah, like just? We're definitely in pre pro. Yeah, yeah, cool. We're just like all busy with um, our producers. Yeah. Like, just finished another film. Chris is of course busy with freelance. I'm just busy in general with three fucking jobs. Oscar um, is Oscar's awesome. traveling, so he's not busy, but he's busy. Um, <laughs> but um, that I think the trickiest thing in pre pro right now, like, I I I would say rewriting the script, but it's not hard to write it it's just, it's like, just it's hard like, to get everything it, it, i think it probably is hard to mentally say to myself that i'm doing the right thing yeah yeah, yeah. Thing. I, I guess you're the same thing jack you definitely you get your own the big head thing yeah. with writing is you've just got to like get that script as strong as it can be before you actually do anything with it like you, the, your script is your strongest point without like, a weak script is just going to come across as a weak film right so you mm. need to have that story there before you can do anything so taking the time in pre-pro to actually write it and like rewrite it mm. do you think we got the story though Sorry? Do you think we have the story? Yeah, totally. The story is definitely there. Yeah. It's like the bones are there. It's just once we've got the... The meat. The meat on it. Yeah. And mm. like the, all the, once you've got like the bones for it, you, you're, I mean, Jack could probably say this more than me. I'm not a writer. But like once you've got the bones and everything in place, it just gets a lot easier to like add shit in. Once you've got the, the plate for it. Or the, yeah. Like, you know, I feel like you've done the right thing. Like you get it to a point where it's solid enough that you take it to other people and they can give you advice and mm. direct, not direction, but they can just give their opinion on it. Yeah. I wrote up like, Save the Cat. So like I wrote up the Save the Cat here and broke it up all into yeah, different no, points. Mar- oh, okay. yeah. And Chris Mar- came Mar- over. Actually yeah. is sick. Cause I know Save the Cat's like a moment in the film, but what do you mean by no, you wrote like, it up? It's, it's full on from act one to three. Yeah. Oh, um, oh, that's three act. Yeah. Yeah. Catalyst everything. Yeah. Yeah. Midpoint. Yeah. Yeah. So like I, I broke it down just to make, just to make sure I was doing the right steps. Yeah. So there's a few things actually when I put it down, I'm like, okay, I'm missing this. I'm missing that. I should fill this in with different beats. Do you find that you can apply that to a short film though? Yeah, uh, this no, is long like enough. A really good question. So it's, a, it's a 30, 35, I, I reckon 35 Mark, Mark minutes. through, it's about 35, 40 minutes. Oh yeah, oh, easy. So definitely. Like, easy yeah. You, you boil it down, but you're not, because like one of the issues is like fit, fit, short films are like 15 minutes. That's really the, the, the sweet spot. Mm. But this film, the story that Mark wants to tell has to be at Massive. least 30, 30 minutes. Yeah. So you, you've got the whole structure. You need to have that development. And 30 minutes when you actually sit down and watch something for 30 minutes, it's not that long. 30 minutes is like mm. half an hour. Yeah, what kept yeah. on convincing me was actually not The Mandalorian and WandaVision. Yeah, totally. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. WandaVision was only like some averaged around 40 minutes. Yeah, yeah. And then Mandalorian oh, was, 50, ones, was like 30 to 45 minutes. Yeah. And that's what convinced me. I'm like, okay, I can tell like, a story in this time. Obviously, like that's a challenge when you actually come to filming it because obviously you've got to get 30 minutes yeah, of content. Yeah. That being said as well, it's like... When you got a crew, you trust. Well, yeah, totally. Yeah. <laughs> Are you doing inciting incident happen straight away, or there's a little bit of like well pretty much? Yeah, it's pretty much. I said to like, like when I explained to Chris, I said we had this of course intro to kind of explain the world and set up a few things that that literally only goes for two minutes before I've gotten the script, and then the moment this person kind of wakes up and um, comes to his realization, we already meet the second character, which is the inciting incident. Mm. Um, yeah, just to get to that bit faster. Although in doing that. After this latest script I've just done, the, the fourth draft, I've already felt like, okay, I need to actually extend a few moments 
for character development because yeah. there's a few points I'm kind of just rushed just so I can keep. That's yeah. Going back to powerless, I guess, is that you have those moments for your characters to breathe. That's what you mm. get with 30 minutes, and also yeah. the story you're trying to tell is you you can't just go like bang 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 because it, it gets really confused. The audience needs time to like the characters contemplate what they're doing and like realize you know, oh, okay, like they need to like rest almost, like to feel what the audience is yeah. feeling. So like, I mean... I definitely got that at the, at the low point totally, and there's yeah. a point around the midpoint as well where everything just slows down like, a bit. Like yeah. visually we have shots of like the characters like just kind of by themselves like thinking like, yeah. like and like um those shots mixed in with like, all the action, it kind of gets to the point where you, you have that breathing room. Do you mm. find that, that you've may, you may have come across like a hybrid of the Save the Cat? Like you've taken the structure that's there and then you kind of yeah. devised your own, you spun yeah. off on it, if you know what I mean? Yeah. 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 The, the flaw I found with Save the Cat was actually in Act 3. Yeah. Because when I act, Act 1 was very good setup, like when the catalyst, the um, inciting incident, et cetera. Yeah. Act 2 was pretty good with like fun and games, and then you got the midpoint, and then um, the low, like, um, Dark Knight of the Soul and everything. Yeah. Mm. But when you get to Act Three, all it gives you is like two points, and I'm like, well, I, I kind of, I need to, yeah. for Act Three, I want to break that down more. Yeah. yeah. And I found one where it literally is like, it, it said, it literally is, um, uh, regrouping the team, oh, um, yeah. execute new plan, um, uh, like trouble, trouble at the bridge, I think, or something like that. Like something happens that that stops you. And then, the, and then, um, high tower surprise, and then I think final image or something like that. Yeah, yeah. And that works perfectly because in this finale, quite literally everything happens. He gathers yeah. the team, he gets himself there, he saves the girl, and then high tower surprise, which I won't spoil. But yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, uh, I, like the ending's pretty cool. Yes, and then the what, ending. What we, we figured the out the, well the final next. image is not like we stand not like we stand a character and then that's it like we lift we left in a cliff, cliffhanger but the yeah. final image is quite beefy yeah. it's a, it's a long drawn it's kind of like dunkirk and dark Knight rises where rogue we kind one of one still like rogue, rogue one shot ending uh, yeah yeah um, it is yeah, like sure, on the water sure, yeah. on the beach yeah, yes. on the beach, yeah. But, uh, still i didn't want to say i was going to explain it to me like going back through because i've obviously saw the original one i was like this is so much better this is a really good way yeah cool yeah. cool and um if anyone's listening it's quite similar i've gotten um, ideas from last of us it's a big one um mm. the style is i'm kind of thinking of rogue one the uh what else did i say yeah um, the music very much last like last of us bit of blade around a style on there um yeah like that's that's what i've kind of gotten from this yes yeah. yeah, and after playing last of us twice i'm like okay i can take some elements from it and kind of put it into this yeah because cool. that the emotional weight behind it is a lot better. Very keen. Very keen. Yes. Um, yeah, I just hope we can get... I, I think the money side of it, I'm pretty confident with. I think we can definitely find some money for it, but it's a matter of... Um, just the time. Just the time. Yeah, I was going to say, how do you find like scheduling everyone? Like, What's oh, your, what's your workaround? That's yeah, an ask a question. <laughs> for, for pre-pro. Oh, well, oh yeah, it's hard. It, like it, already, like really our producer hard, yeah. Rebecca is just like, hey, when when can we catch up? And I'm only available at night times because I'm busy every day. Mm. And then like Oscar's free every day, Christian maybe free some days, and I don't know. It's a bit it's a bit tricky, especially on my end because everyone kind of waits on me because I'm so busy. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> mm. yeah, it is what it is. I mean, it is what it is. Yeah, closer. Mm. Just gonna, yeah, really hit the hit the ground. Yeah, I want to try and get actors locked in. I I spoke to Fraser Murray about yeah. it. And he said, "Good, like two. How much? How long? When you got actors for Bunker? Like when did you get actors to when we actually shot? How many? Oh, I can't remember. Was it two um, months prior or? No, it was, no, it was about oh, five. It was, I want to say five months. Uh, but it was oh, five weeks. I want to say five weeks. Five weeks. Because I, I thought you had like. We actors. had two rehearsals. That's right. Yeah, true. And they were like within two weeks. Okay. Yeah. 
Oh, sure. Okay, that's a lot less than that. I thought it was like... I can... You know what? I can... If you want to keep talking, I can definitely... I think we should say this. Okay, well, I spoke to Fraser Murray. Yeah, I spoke to Fraser Murray about that. Like, when should I get actors? And he said a good... Like, two months prior to shooting is good. And in doing so, like... Two months. We've already like four months until we actually start shooting. Yeah. And I'm I'm confident enough to say we got a script, but like of course every day the script's going to be adjusted. Like a yeah. lot of most scripts in the in the film industry get adjusted until during shooting. Like I understand that. I try not to do that, but it's, I'm not saying that it it, it won't be like that. Mm. Um, but yeah, it's a matter of do I try and get a script as best? I mean, I will get a script as best I can in two more months, and then try and do auditions. But there's already a few actors where I've got well, in mind that every, I think could work. Everything's there, so it's just like tweaking shit with the script. Like the mm. locations are pretty much set, um, to my understanding as well. Like yes. it's, it's all pretty much he- like heading forward. It's just like slight changes to the script. Yeah, and I think right now what we need to do is um, make sure every moment is um, has meaning. Kind totally. of thing. You can't waste yeah. time in this, of course. Yeah. And also taking taking your time and also being it too long, like just getting the pacing right. Yeah. But you um, give yourself options as well with the, the edit. Yeah, definitely. Like I, I think right now this latest script is quite um, – is very uh, fast, but not for a good reason. Like a lot, I feel like a lot of scenes, it's just me writing it just so I can keep if, moving if on. If you ever need to slow down a film, it's it's really just – you can you, if you need – like for something like this, like, a, like it's almost like an adventure film in a way, like mm. you can just add in like um, scenes that just establish the world more. Yep. Yeah, do you think it's like a – this is something that you – the pacing you fix in the script or in the edit? The, I think the pacing is definitely like you obviously need oh, it. Or both. Script, it's obviously right? both. But, but like, I think in the edit is – the edit's probably going to determine, determine it more. Right? Like it's shots – like establishing well, it's, shots it's to kind like of pace with, it up. Your style, You're not going to write in the script. With your directing style, your dialogue is very fast. Yeah. So that's kind of baked into – what happens, page right? count yeah totally yeah but like if if for example um because you can't really change that in the, you can change it in the edit but obviously it's, it's like yeah. it's kind of as it is because it was delivered that way with stuff like this you've got more of like a ability to slow it down with the edit as opposed to like locking yourself in yeah because no, like if, if the character if the film ends with like a character um on the beach looking at the water mm. like do you just write like miles sits and watches the water or do you go into like three paragraph descriptions of like he like miles it takes a knee his foot hits the like his knee hits the mm. ground and looks I think up and it, you really drag it out I, so I do that do that for, for example the ending moment is quite is meant to it's like chunks yeah it's meant to be chunks because it's meant to be a slow moment yeah so of course I, when you read it I would, you, you get it yeah yeah I would do a big paragraph of him just falling down because I want that moment to be slow yeah. but then if he's shooting guns and not going to be like he get, takes a magazine out Reloads yeah, in that's the point actually. Yeah, yeah. yeah I think I'm guilty of both those things. Yeah, like the mm. slow moments are like he falls to the ground, and then I just assume that because oh, it's in my like head, if, I can see if it. If you're giving a script to a producer or to like someone who who wants to read it and you want to envision it, to how you probably you should see put it, the info in. That, like, naturally, slows definitely, them down, definitely. Right? Yeah. If you want yeah. to show like, straight unless you're Quentin Tarantino, can write a sentence and it's three minutes long. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Jesus Christ. Yeah, I mean, but you, you bring that into your pitch. Like, if you're just giving a script to someone to like mm. get the idea, it's kind of like writing a book, right? You want to like, if you want to speed stuff up, you write less. If you want to make stuff slower, you write more because mm. it physically takes more time to read it, right? That's a good point. Because I guess in in a, in a way, with even novels, but also like film as well, is when you when you break it down, it's basically real time, right? Like everything's happening in real time, whether you're reading it or. Um, watching it, it's real time. So you've got to translate that through the script as well. Yeah. To to real time. Mm. Especially like for bigger sh- stuff like 
bigger films, you have to pretty much have the script perfect for the one page, one minute sort of thing. Mm. So producers can be like, hey, it's a two-hour film. We want it to be an hour long, something mm, like yeah. that. Um, and now in our sense, it's different because we can we can call our own shots right now. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I want to try and get as perfect as I, as I can. I think I need to slow it down a bit more, but I'm happy with the story. I know Chris is happy with the story, sorry, so I've got someone to back me up at least. Though, yeah. um, I like it. And uh, yeah. Awesome. Was there, was there another question or do we want to wrap this up? Or No, I mean, is the is the export done? I think it is done. The oh, export is done. Yeah. Even better. <laughs> oh, you guys can tune into the next one that we do. I'm very, sure there'll be, I'm sure there'll be more. Yeah. Well, I mean, we... we I'm going to put this onto the hard drive now. Oh, we're going to watch it now, don't we? Oh, we did the watch it, yeah. Yes. Buckle up, boys. Movie night. Movie night. All right. And this has been the Cinema One Podcast. All right. Thank you for listening to the Cinema One Podcast. This has been Mark Woodridge. This has been Jack Connell and Christian Rudd and Mark Woodridge. Sponsored by Thank you very much for listening. I love you. Goodbye.